Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast. More interviews with filmmakers, which is really fun. We sat down with Scott, who directed a movie called The House That Wet Blood. Now, this movie is actually just a little teaser that he shot so he can get financing for the rest of his, to make a feature-length version of this movie. So, let's listen to what Scott had to say about the process of making this film. Hello, welcome to Real Nerds and another exciting edition of our Mile High Horror Fest interview spectacular <laughs> extravaganza uh, I'm Ryan, this is James, and we are sitting with Scott, and you had a film here today. What kind of film did you make? Uh, well, my film was uh, called The House of Wet Blood, and basically what we did is we, uh, it's a feature it's a feature length film, but what we did is we filmed the first 10 minutes of it, the prologue of the film, in the hope of, uh, you know, generating some buzz and uh, hopefully getting uh, some secure some financing to make the rest of the movie so that's actually kind of smart so basically the prologue is a short film that you submitted here yes and uh what is the movie about well the movie is basically about a serial killer that uh kills entire families uh during the hunter moon which is in october hunter's moon creepy (laughs) it's it's, it's wild it's it's pretty wild so do you have the whole script written already? Yes, the whole script was written. And I was uh, trying to, I was looking to package the script, which basically means, you know, try to uh, get some talent attached to it, uh, things of that nature. So when you ap- approach investors or production companies, you can say, hey, I've got the script, I've got some talent attached to it. Well, one of the first people I approached was uh, David Hess. From Last House on the Left thing, yeah. and Swamp Swamp Thing, and all that, and he read the script. I originally had had approached him and said, you know, look, I just want to, I would love to get you in a cameo part in the mm-hmm. film. He said for me to send him the sides, and I did. I sent him the sides for just the part that I wanted him to play. He liked it, uh, and then he said, well, send me the whole script. So I sent him the whole script, and, and literally the next day he called me on the phone, said, I want to do this movie. I want to play the Detective Marsh character because it goes against type. I'm tired of being the bad guy. He, was, <laughs> he, is, a, the, he is a really bad he's guy. He's a really, really <laughs> yeah. good bad guy, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, during that process, he finally just said to me, uh, look, man, go out and shoot the first 10 minutes of it. And see if you can start generating some buzz that way as well. And unfortunately, our very first day of, of filming, Mr. Hess passed away. Oh, yeah. So it was uh, That's definitely unfortunate. A uh, so did you write the whole script too? No, I, uh, I came up with the story and a good friend of mine by the name of Michael Butterfield wrote the screenplay. Awesome. And so how do you go about finding investors for movies? I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that is a tough one. Um, basically, it's just uh, networking, networking, networking. That and, uh, you know, there's different, there's different ways to go about uh, getting funds for your movie. Like I said, you can, you can package it with uh-huh. uh, talent and stuff. And then you can try to pre-sell it to distributors. That's hard to do if you don't have a lot of real big names attached. Sure. And then basically the other thing is just to uh, crowdfunding, what they call crowdfunding, Indiegogo, Kickstarter, 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 exactly. 
And then the other thing is trying to uh, hit up uh, venture capitalists, uh, private equity funds. So you can't walk into like Chase and say, hey, give me a loan for a movie. Actually, you can. Really? Will they approve movie loans? They, uh, certain banks will. Really? But you would have, you'd be amazing the the... You'd be amazed at the hoops you have to jump through to oh, do I'm that. Oh, I'm sure. It has to be bonded and all kinds of stuff. I mean, they have to have, you know, basically like if you bought a house, they would have the, the your house is, sure. is you collateral. collateral, right? So if, if, is this your first movie you've made or have you made movies previously? This is the first, my first attempt at a, a feature film, but I, I am a uh, graduate of the University of Colorado at Boulder. I attended their film program there. Uh... We got to spend a lot of time with Stan Brackage, who was one of my uh, professors before he passed away. And um, so I've done numerous, numerous short films, documentaries. I'm in the process of producing and, and acting as a cinematographer on another feature film that we're shooting in December. That is a comedy. But uh, in 2013, we're, we're looking to move headlong back into House of Web Blood. So do you primarily focus on horror? Are you, I mean, you said comedy just now, but do you, are you just do movies because you love movies? I love movies, uh, and I have a lot, a, a lot of different ideas for different type of genres, but horror is my number one genre. It's my first love. It's where I want to stay. I, you know, I hear a lot of filmmakers say, look, uh, I made a horror film because I, you know, it would be easy or whatever, yeah. which they're not. It's a bunch <laughs> of BS. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to use my horror film as a stepping stone to the next thing. That is definitely not me. Uh, my horror film will be a stepping stone to another horror film. <laughs> so what kind of horror films do you appreciate the most? Are you more of a supernatural guy? Do you like the slasher, the thrillers? I'm, I'm into the thrillers and, and, and slasher. I mean, I like them all. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not really big into supernatural too much because I don't really put a lot of stock in that I, I i like things that are that could happen that are you know very plausible mm -hmm. i think that uh you know for me i think that it, i connect with it more and i think that there's more of a, a visceral thing there for the audience too where they're like when they leave leave the theater and they're like wow you know that could happen to me mm -hmm. and now they're heading home and you know they got to check in their closet and under their bed before <laughs> they go to sleep so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm into all kinds of horror films, but. And are you an actor as well? Or are you just a behind-the-scenes kind of person? No, You're a big I have. Guy, I could see you as that, like a mass murderer in a yeah, horror. Movie. I would. <laughs> yes, I would love to be. I would love to act. Um, I, I have done some stuff for like some national television spots and stuff, but I haven't done any like uh, acting and features or anything. See, if I was a director and I was a writer too, I'd give myself the best part in the movie, and then anybody disagree, be like, "Well, this is my movie." If you don't like it, get out of here. You probably won't make very many movies. No, there you but, go. I should, make, I should just build a movie based around me. Right? Yeah, you know, and then try to sell it. I don't know how that would work. Right. <laughs> so, what's the what's the big selling point of your? of your little uh, prequel uh, prelude to your movie like is there lots of mayhem in it murders or what's the part that would grab audiences attention yeah there is there is quite a few murders and mayhem and and uh, it, I think it, I think it has kind of a scary edge to it people have told me that that there's mm -hmm. some jumps in there um, and it, and it kind of leaves you with a cliffhanger or at least I hope it does making you want to see more yeah because it is just the first 10 minutes of the film. 
And so hopefully after that point, people are going, what happens next? And did you uh, purposely structure it so the first 10 minutes are incredibly strong? So that when you film it, then people see it and say, oh, this is something I'd invest in? Or did you have to kind of move the movie around to put things in the 10 minutes? No, no. We designed, we designed the film so that the first 10 minutes and the, and the first act in particular would be you know, really strong, would hook people in. But um, it definitely escalates from where it, where it stops off at. Awesome. So you're kind of taking the scream approach to it where, yeah. you know, the opening of scream is really intense and then it kind of settles down. Absolutely. That's awesome. And we did the same sort of the same sort of thing. I got the idea from, uh, well, again, David Hess pushed me into doing that. He said that would be a really good idea. But then also the, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting the guy's name offhand. The guy who directed uh, When a Stranger Calls, the original. Oh. Uh Oh, I, my, my brain's I'm not going to find that one yeah, in the sorry. file cabinet. <laughs> but he did the same thing. He, he shot the opening of that, uh-huh. you know, with the uh, oh, the killer in the house and all that. And that was kind of a short film that he did, and then he shopped it around. And that he was able to raise the funds to do the whole thing. And same with, uh, same, same with uh, the guys who did the original uh, uh, James Wan with the original Saw. Yeah, they, they did. did the same thing. So did Sam Raimi with the Evil Dead. Absolutely, it was uh, Cabin in the Woods. He yep. made a short and then the, got financing for the Evil Dead. Yes, I have that by the way. You I do. love it. I've never seen that. Oh, it's great. That's amazing because that makes me <laughs> jealous. <laughs> As a director, what's your favorite part of the process? Do you like uh, working with the actors or cinematography or editing? Like, what? Um, what do you for like me, to... for me, um, I, I come. I have a really technical background, especially in cinematography. So I love that aspect of it. Um, if if I had to do it, you know, I uh, I would shoot myself. Yeah. Um, wait like- a minute, that didn't come out right. <laughs> uh, I, I you know I would do my own cinematography if I could. Yeah. So- uh, but I, I'm realizing now that that's almost like impossible to direct. But I do enjoy working with actors and actors. I really had a good experience uh, with working with the actors and actors on, actresses on this. Any shenanigans on the set you can tell us about, or shenanigans? <laughs> well, it, it was all we kept. There wasn't really a lot of shenanigans, but we kept things light because well, you know we had a, a six-year-old boy that was in the movie, so there was only so much things you know that we wanted him to see, and and we had to keep it light for him. And basically, uh, um, a lot of people that were involved in the movie were guys that I went to film school with so in, in many respects it was a big reunion for us uh, we all graduated a number of years ago and uh, the cinematographer on the film uh, the guy named the guy by the name of Brooke Aiken actually he, he shot the movie The Cove uh, the Academy Award winning documentary yeah. The Cove he didn't direct it but he was the cinematographer on it that's important for an underwater movie for it to look good though right <laughs> you know? absolutely that's almost as, part, as important as directing a, a documentary underwater right. I think so yeah yeah I did the 48 hour film project two years ago and he helped uh-huh. I think he uh, he shot um, Unfurnished with the Cinema Geeks right oh okay yeah, yeah. I know all those guys all those guys so, most of those guys Brad Stabio all those guys yeah I think yeah. Brad's got something here tonight right does he or I'm last not... night or oh, he was showing 46 miles I think last night oh okay uh, a surprise I was like I, I guess it is horror I guess uh, 
Oh, I yeah. yeah. I, unfortunately, so, I, guess, I guess I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, I was looking at the program. Maybe maybe he didn't show it, but uh, yeah, it just they looked. Real, uh, I remember unfurnished being really good. So, and yeah. I had to go up against an Academy Award <laughs> winning <laughs> cinematographer. I was like, yeah, okay, he wins. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, is there a place where we can find you on the interwebs and uh, yeah, maybe check out a trailer or something? Yeah, absolutely. If you uh, go to uh, obscureimages.com, all one word, obscure images. There, it's kind of a website under construction, but I can be contacted through there. And there's a 45-second teaser for the for the prologue. Awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by, sir. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Love talking to filmmakers. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank Good you, luck. guys. I hope you get your film made. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Scott, for stopping by. We appreciate it. Stay tuned for more exciting interviews with the Real Nerds Podcast.